He's he's got the heart of a of a champion, of a winner. He I mean, does. I respect that. Like say what you want about him, but he's he's a true competitor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now he he needs to stop kicking people in the balls. <laughs> I was just like, gonna say that. he needs to stop kicking people. In the like <laughs> that that has to stop. But I like how I like his. I don't like that obviously, but I like his cutthroat. Like my opponent is not my friend right now. I could care less about oh, you yeah. until we done with this. You know, like yeah. He's, I feel like he's got an old school like Charles Oakley, John Starks. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of mentality, and you don't see that a lot. Nah, <laughs> like I, I love it, bro. Like I've been on his. I mean, yeah, as you know, I've been on his bandwagon for a minute, bro. But it's yeah. like that guy. Like he's the dude that you don't want to play against, but you want to have him on your team. Like oh yeah. And he does every. It's like, it's like he has the way that he talks. It's almost like he's selfish, and he's all about himself. He's well, self-centered, he but he's but he doesn't play like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like he'll go after the loose ball. He'll get mad assists. Like he'll get oh, rebounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's only gonna take a good shot. Like if he's open, he but, just wants to win. I respect him. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That. Yeah. Like he could have fit in with the league way back when. Yep. He's one of those dudes that can translate. Yeah. But it's crazy how he's like a power forward, but he can really run point guard. Yeah, and he's not even that big. I mean, he's, he's big, but yeah. not to be no power forward. Yeah, I know. He's an undersized, like Charles Barkley, exactly. like 6'7", yeah. but can guard every position just because he's he's a beast like that. Yeah. Yo, I want to welcome y'all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast, where society, culture, religion, and history collide as we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. That's your boy, Emmanuel Williams, once again. And I got my boy, Mondo, with me. What's up, what's up? And uh, you can hit us up on Twitter, SXSNDLS. Instagram, SXSNDLS. My personal Instagram, Emmanuel, since 85. And Mondo, you on Snap, right? <laughs> you, you on Snap? You got you know, some. Just, you got some social media. I'm just not getting used to the whole Snap game, so I, I, just, I wouldn't, you know me, my Snaps are not a great interest yet oh it's not it's not yeah. available to the public yeah exactly still okay. i'm still textable at, at, this, <laughs> at this point but you know what i'm saying coming soon y'all gonna see the platforms are on the way bro what's it what's it gonna take to get you on, on instagram bro i don't at know least. i'm just i'm waiting for that right feeling when i wake up like today is the day you know what i mean yeah it's not like on some new year's resolution type stuff mm-hmm. it might be like a summer's resolution it might be like a you know what i'm saying august resolution i don't know just summer's that re- resolution right. i haven't heard of that exactly it's just you know some new stuff I feel you. <laughs> I don't know. In due time. In, in due, due time. time. In yeah. due time. It's on the way, man. Sometime this year. Hey, the world is waiting, bro. The world is waiting for Patiently, it. but they they getting Same. a little impatient. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Hey, man. Good things, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Good things, you know, require patience, you know what I'm saying? Took us a while to get that Bad Boys 3. It's, it's Did that way. come out? It's gonna come out 2018. Really? They're working on it, Bad Boys 3. Oh. That new Pirates of the Caribbean. It takes a t- it takes a while. Who's J Electronica still ain't dropped. Bro, J Electronica is never gonna drop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good. Anybody that's associated with Erica Badu, bro, their album is not coming out ever. Hey man, why you why you just you just you just disrespect the Andre three thousand, man. No, I didn't. I'm that's that's more shade to Erica Badu, bro. <laughs> and the power of what lies within. You know man. what I mean? Man. Like she, she changes brothers. You know what I mean? And they <laughs> just and they won't put out a solo album when after they. I'm just saying, good things are, are worth waiting for. You feel me? Which is why I haven't dropped yet. But no, don't be social media. the J Electronica of, of social media. <laughs> social media Never get on. I'm gonna do it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be 2028. It's like, all right, bro. I'm about to get on Facebook. And like Facebook. 
They're going to be like, that was like 10 platforms ago, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, like we, don't, we don't do Facebook no more. <laughs> it's going to be like my MySpace now. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, bro. Dang, Jay Electronica, man. <laughs> His concert was so dope. It man. was fire, man. Oh, my gosh. He's going to drop one of these days, man. He's the king of just having that that dope mixtape and that's it bro man man you know I've, i got confidence in him he's a true spitter he yes. is i respect his but i just wonder like how much money can you really make off shows if you don't got no new material you know true. like how long can you t- like how is how is he getting money yeah unless erica is just like you know taking care of him and the kids and- see like you dang bro man so much disrespect man. no no i love jay electronic that's one of my favorite rappers bro I'm, but i'm just saying like i'm talking if he's not putting out you know new material see you said it was more shade towards erica badu i feel like maybe like we need to celebrate her maybe like there's something she's doing or something she's giving or something whatever that makes these brothers so happy and content with life that they don't need to strive so much in their career you feel like they they happy i'm good i don't need Andre 3000, one of the greatest lyricists of all time to never have a solo album. I'm good with that. Like, maybe in his mind. Bro, she's still in powers, bro. <laughs> she's, you think that's what it is? Like. But he still spits, though. I, every time you hear her, Andre no, 3000 still, never spits a whack verse, so she ain't taking powers that way. He never spits a whack verse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She might uh, take motivation from brothers. You know, that's or, not good. <laughs> like, if you take a dude's drive, like... <laughs> And the Bible says a woman is supposed to be your helpmate, oh, not shoot, uh, no. not supposed to be sucking the energy out of you <laughs> until you just be so content that you just want to sit at home. And I feel like brother should have known after she dropped that call Tyrone. Yeah, like let she's be. not the one. She's not the one. Like there's all this pent up aggression. It's not gonna lead to good things. But shout out to Erica. About but this. she she has her ways, man. She's a beautiful woman. Oh yeah. Um, Man, great performer. I haven't seen her live. Every time I see her, like you know, on YouTube or something, it's like, man, she's dope. Bro. She, she is. She is. Yeah, I respect her. Yeah, and she's still doing it, bro. Like she's kind of old, but like she's still, like you know, some people get old and they just get like corny or just get whatever. Like they can't come up with new material. Yeah, she can still put out new material, and it's like it sounds. It doesn't sound like she's trying to keep up with the young bucks or something like that's that. That's the that's the ticket because yeah. she does her. You know what I mean? She's yeah. not trying to. You don't see her overly auto-tuned. I heard a new track from, uh, who was it? You might have heard it. It had T-Boz on it, right? From TLC. <laughs> Hold on, bro. Oh, you start laughing, bro. I didn't even want to laugh, man. I'm going to sound like I'm disrespecting. <laughs> I like TLC, bro. Bro, what is T-Boz? Look at you just corrupting me right now. I did not want to laugh at that. <laughs> I didn't want to laugh at that. Listen, if she ever hear this. That was a joke, If bro. she ever hear this, I love TLC. Y'all was fire. T-Balls ain't listened to this yet, man. We, we ain't there yet, but... Uh, but if she ever... Look, if she comes back to the archives, I was rocking oh with y'all. Oh, my Listen, God. Um, no, but, with all due respect, T-Balls, like, I got love for y'all. <laughs> but the thing that was upsetting is, like, it wasn't, like, vintage, like, T-Ball. Like, she was on some new stuff, like, extra auto-tune, talking on fat, like, on some Nicki Minaj type, we got, like, Rihanna type. When they trying to keep up with the young, yeah, young and folks. Yeah, you could tell it was something she didn't write or whatever, but, like... It's I mean, she never really. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't know. It just wasn't her. When I hear T-Boss on the track, I want to hear, like, vintage, like, oh, it's a TLC. Yeah. I want to get that old feeling again. You feel yeah. me? But it wasn't that. So, Dang, that's, bro. that's. So, she was trying to do her Rihanna. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Or? So, back to it, all credit to Erica Badu, because when she drops something, she's still going to be Badu. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel that. Dang, bro. I couldn't keep it together, bro. I'm like, T-Boss. Why are you, why are you just laughing? We're laughing at one of the legends, man. Come on. Hey, man. 
I'm just, I just, I'm just trying to imagine what her voice sounds like right now. Come on, man. But it was, it was auto tune. She so. sounded like T. Boss. Like t- okay. technology can make you sound like you sounded 20 years ago. That's true. <laughs> you know, That's she didn't sound no different except that she was rapping all fast. Like I'm not used to this from her. Yeah. I heard Foxy Brown shopping soon. Really? Yeah, man. I'll be interested to kind of hear that. The Legends is coming back, man. That's what's up, bro. I heard, uh, who is it? Escape? They getting back uh-huh, together? shut up. No, seriously. Like, Tiny is... Tiny like, and, uh, who's who's the one that's on Real Housewives of Atlanta? Um, I'm sorry, don't nobody want to see that tour. Like, bro, are you like, somebody gonna go see it. <laughs> but it's, it's kind of funny that you say that because the Bad Boy tour, like, flopped. Did it really flop? Yeah, bro. I, mean, I heard, like, radio was... All over it at first. Yeah, but they were hitting like the big cities. They were selling out, but like okay. the smaller cities, yeah, like it just wasn't happening. And Dang. like Diddy kind of like faked the injury, said he hurt his knee, and then like the tour stopped. You know what I mean? Because like, and then they had so many people. Like he was bringing everybody with him. So yeah. you got to sell out every arena to be able to pay everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got twenty, thirty people performing. Damn. But uh, yeah, bro, it just it wasn't hitting in the in the smaller cities. They couldn't like pack the arenas. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Bad boy, man. If they can't do it, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you just got to go to the right venue. You can't be trying to sell out, you know, the Coliseum when your your fan base is all, like, on a Wednesday night. You know what I mean? When your fan base is like, I got to go to work in the morning. Yeah, like, it was probably a bit arrogant. It probably felt like. He, he you know, yeah, a little, little arrogance, a little hubris. He really yeah. thought yeah. it's going to be like the old times or whatever. Oh, you get yeah. all these names on the ticket. Everybody gonna come out like they did. Oh yeah, yeah. You got Black Rob, Harlem World. It's <laughs> Black Rob, one of the greatest lyricists. Yo, on that fire, boy. bro. That woke, that woke. Niggas <laughs> wasn't ready for that. People, it's an inside joke. We're not serious about Black Rob. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh shoot. Nah, yeah, that's fire though. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, I want to uh, get into. Um, I wanted to get your take or just like what you think, man, like as far as the last episode that I did, the little monologue joint with on racial deconstruction, man. So, um, and for y'all that didn't listen, it's about 30 minutes long. Take a listen. Uh, I got some good information in there. Um, but yeah, man, what'd you think initially, you know, when you heard, I thought it was dope. I thought, you know, like kind of what, um, I relate to too, is that I I feel like it's very, What's, what's the word I could say? It's, it's definitely ambitious, you know? And I mean that in the best of ways, because yeah. I know where you're coming from with it, and mm-hmm. I think that there's very, very valid points to mm-hmm. what you're saying. I don't want to be one of the naysayers if people do catch on and it just becomes something big. I don't want to be ones to look back and say, dang, you know, you didn't think it could happen. Yeah. But it just seems like something at this point, I hope it's not futile, like the efforts are, are not, you know, frivolous, but I just wonder if people can ever be that level of, of woke. You feel me? Like it, like yeah. are we are we at a point where we're too far to to stop recognizing race at the way that we do now? You, know? you think it's a certain level of woke that you have to be to be able to accept that, or perhaps to, yeah. to continue to, to try to live it out or walk it out or whatever? perhaps yeah. I mean, for one person or for you or for me or for anybody for any one person to mm-hmm. understand this concept as that race being a social construct, something that really doesn't exist, something that we really have no reason to acknowledge other than that somebody just gave it to us i get that and it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. but we're not just trying to convince like individual people mm-hmm. you know like to get a whole people behind us a whole people collectively to say you know what we all need to start recognizing that this isn't a real thing mm-hmm. i just feel like that requires more unity than what i 
have faith in yeah. for us right now. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm being honest. Like, I, I can't see uh, us having that level of unison. Unless somebody, like you said, like a real big name or somebody like really makes it like commercial, makes it cool mm-hmm. to be that conscious. Yeah. I just don't see people caring, you know, and, and they should. I'm yeah. not saying that it's an invalid point because it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I'm with you when, when you, when you, you know, the way you laid it out makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I just don't know if it's going to catch on this day and age. And I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong someday and can look back. But, you know, but yeah. <laughs> it just seems difficult now that, you know, people are going to be like, yeah, man. You know, because also, I mean, no matter which way you, whether you want to call it black, whether you want to call it this, we are divided here in this country. You know what I mean? Like, are we not? As far as divided as who? We're di- like, we're di- just as people di- of different national origins and color, or are you saying black people are divided or. Well, all of the above, to be honest, but yeah. more, I guess it's more noti- more noticeably, the races, for lack of a better mm-hmm. word, are divided. You know, yeah. peoples are are divided. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. People that look like this are divided from people that look like that. That's just been a common thing. That's that was the original American dream. White folks live lavish and prosper, and niggas work. <laughs> like that was seriously that was the American dream. I mean, so we're gonna be divided whether we oh, want to recognize shit. us as black. As this, is that how, like, at a certain point, I feel like people don't care because we look at it like we not them and they not us. Mm-hmm. So anything, anything we can call ourselves to basically, you know, re, re, you know. Recategorize. Yeah, recategorize whatever, whatever Or uncategorize is. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or reiterate what we are not yeah. with them. Yeah. They're going to use something. So black is just the common, sure, it may have been given to us, but that's mm-hmm. what we got now. We just will own it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Um, it's a shame, but I feel you know. Yeah, I just see. So my so my premise behind it for one, it's not. I don't think it's like the most original of thoughts. You know what I mean? I think there's people that actually go to school and study this. Sure. You know what I mean? And they probably have some type of somebody probably wrote a dissertation about this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's been around. Yeah. I'm sure it's been around. Um, it's not something I like consume on a regular basis, but it just it just came to me, and that's why I just wanted to present it and share it but yeah. i feel like in this age in this day and age and in the moving forward with the social media era and with the world being so like everyone is so closely connected now like when yeah. something happens kind of like with day did you watch the day Chappelle uh netflix joint i seen parts of it i didn't watch the whole thing like when when, so when something is. happens whether it's a, a tragedy or whatever the case, when something happens like everybody knows the whole world knows yeah. like that mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so i feel like something like this um, because it is truly a social construct and because you can logically follow the steps. It's like, all right, this is how this came to be. It's not scientific. Like anthropologists agree. Like there's no, there's, there's nothing that can really back up the, there's no sci- scientific proof of a race. There's no biological mm-hmm. proof of race. It's just something that True. somebody assigned. Yeah. And so it's not tangible. Yeah. So, so because that is the truth, I just feel like when, when certain things are just kind of obviously true, they can change. You know what I mean? Like, like for instance, uh, you know, like black people are three fifths of a, of a man. Like, okay, somebody made that up and everybody just accepted it. But then there's a paradigm shift that comes. Like, you know what? They're not. They're they're just like us. You but, know what I mean? But I mean, there's levels to that too. You're you're also dealing with people at that time that were trying to justify. The, the heinous things they were doing Th- to us. This is true. So they, they had to believe something 
in order to sleep at night because they knew deep down in their hearts that what the things they were doing wrong. Some of them. Yeah. The few of them that had hearts knew mm-hmm. this ain't right. Like, how can we justify this? Oh, yeah. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so there's that. I think there's less people that actually believed <laughs> that these no, walking but, but, but I think people that didn't care to, like, go further than what these quote-unquote experts told them, they just took it. Because it it it, it already it already agreed with whatever ignorant thoughts that they had. It's like, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. Look at them, <laughs> you know. And then and then like there's certain things that becomes you know common knowledge or you know common sense. But they had something. Just roll with. They it. stood a lot to gain by continuing to live the lifestyle they were living and treat us the way they treated us. Like, what is there really to gain nowadays from us recognizing race as? whatever it is you know what I'm saying what is there to gain I don't feel like there's anything we have to gain from it it's just something that we've grown accustomed to you know Yeah. so there's nothing that we're holding on to I just feel like it's become such a norm that it has become such a norm but I think one thing that we don't verbalize or maybe we don't even think about it but like because race all it is is a hierarchy white at the top everything un- underneath oh, yeah. white people subconsciously know that they're at the top they subconsciously know and they can see it and they don't necessarily think about it, but it's like, but define, all right, we define the top though. I mean, I, got, I, I think I know what you they're, mean. They're the at top the top of, of society as far as they think they're smarter. They think they're better. Uh, they see themselves doing better in this, in, in America. So they're in they and they feel like, well, of course we are because we are X, Y, and Z. And we'll look at how they live. They're, you know, they're violent. They're like all the all the stereotypes that are pushed in the media and the and the folks that don't live around anybody that's outside of their quote unquote race or you know origin. Yeah. They believe that stuff. All like the they, people that elected Trump. All the people that elected Trump. <laughs> no, they they literally believe that. Oh yeah, well come on man, Obama, that, you know that monkey, whatever, whatever <laughs> they. How are they refer so to black bad, people? Man, so you know, bad. but they, but, but they, but they think they are superior. You know, white yeah. supremacy. Like they, they really think that they are, and and they really think that you know, black people are. You know, if if they're if you're poor and black, you know, that means you're stupid. If you're poor and black, that means you know you just don't know how certain things work in life, and yeah. you you need to. Oh well, let me explain. Well, I can help you out. You know, like they think yeah, yeah. you don't yeah. know anything. They need to talk down to you, right? They talk down to you, or if, you know, if you don't talk like them, you don't use proper English, and you're not as smart. Like they think they are more advanced. So, do you have confidence in in a day where they realize that they're not that they're not so advanced, they're not superior in any way? Say it again. Do you have confidence in their being like like Do you foresee a time? in the near future where the collective, like those that feel that way, won't mm-hmm. feel that way. Where they where there where there's some sort of shift in their mind where they feel like, well, you know what, like we really ain't that much different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if they'll ever feel that way collectively, but my my whole thing is, you know, if this if this does happen, you know, the deconstruction of race, it's gonna be incremental, it's gonna be over time. That's what I mean not to get you, I just was wondering if you lack confidence that, that they'll ever be able to see how, yo, know, we're all the same. Like, we're not superior to them, which is obvious and blatant. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason a halfway intelligent person shouldn't be able to recognize that. Why do you have confidence? Not that you shouldn't, but why yeah. do you have... What gives you confidence that we, as a people, are going to, you know, just ignore this whole racial 
construct that we've all grown so accustomed to over the last 500 years. Well, you can't you can't ignore it. I mean, th we're ignoring it right now. And so right now we just we just take it as it's been taught as it is it's like common sense like this is what we like white black indian you know hispanic bubble you know what i mean like we just check the box there's no protest over these boxes there's no one saying you know what this is dumb why are we even ascribing to this like hey. i'm not black i'm brown i'm not whatever you and know what i mean and so so because so because you know um we are ignorant right now i feel like with this when you force people to actually be creative and actually use their mind and like, all right, I have to refer to this person, not based upon something that was spoon fed to me and that for some reason, I don't even know why I believe it, but I believe it. Now I actually have to get to know this person. Now I actually have to refer to him just as a person and not just as this thing or this color. So, so basically in my thoughts, if you, if you strip, <clears throat> if you strip the ability of the majority culture, which is the white Anglo-Saxon, whatever, whatever you want to call them, European American, if you expose them for the racist that they are, because they don't know that they're racist, because <laughs> do they not? No, they they don't think they're racist. They because ra because you racism is basically if there's no race, there's no racism, in in theory. But, you see what I'm saying? True. But so you so if if so if you don't if you can't if you call somebody by a race, you are that is racist when you're referring to somebody as a race. So, but what, what are you going to call it? Though? I feel like at a certain point, like we're just searching for different classifications, but we're all still going to be talking about the same exact thing. If, if race doesn't exist, which and I, I'm with you and I'm just mm -hmm. right. I understand it. it makes a lot of sense right now. I'm just trying to play Trump's advocate, right? Um, <laughs> yes, that just happened, folks. Thank, Thank you, Sean Spicer. <laughs> Sean Spicer. <laughs> I don't say devil's advocate, but you, you get the drift. I get it. <laughs> Um, Richard Spencer's advocate, as I like to say. <laughs> I just feel like, what what is it that you feel that we all collectively, first of all, like as, as black people stand to gain, you know, I mean, greater than that, obviously all of us collectively, but first we talk about our own community. What do we stand, what's the biggest thing we stand to gain from ignoring, you know, what we've been calling ourselves and this and that? <clears throat> what we stand to gain is a better understanding of self. And getting to know our our origin, um, there is a there is even a huge disconnect. And me and my boy Shingy that did the African spirituality episodes, we're going to talk about this. There's a huge disconnect between Africans and African Americans. Oh yeah. There's a lack of trust. We just don't like each other. We don't understand each other. We don't understand each other. Yeah. We think that we're way different when we're not. <laughs> even though culturally, yes, you know, because if you grew up in America, obviously you you know, you relate and you talk and whatever, you know, you don't have an accent like that, you know, all that type of stuff, but we're from the same, you know, we, we, we originate from the same continent, you know, the same type of people. But, but, we could be a part of whatever tribe of the person that we don't like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. but we don't know. So when we settle for just black and we settle for black history month and we settle for all these short ends of the stick that we're given, as opposed to going back and knowing our own culture and knowing our big brother it's like we have this family that sure. we don't know sure and so if if you're an orphan and you don't know your family eventually you would hope that an orphan or somebody that was adopted would eventually be able to get connected with their biological father brother and sister and yeah. get to know them and so yeah. that's because we don't have that and, and we don't accepted think that's that. possible if we still just call ourselves black 
No, because because we think that we're different. And we and we also so you remember that there was a brilliant idiots episode. Mm-hmm. The girls that were they call themselves Afro Latina. Yeah. yeah. And so the Afro Latina girl from was she from Puerto Rico or something yeah. like that? Yeah. And she was saying that um what is it? her her cousin got mad because she said she wasn't African American. Yeah. She's like, Well, I'm not African American. I'm from you know, Afro Latina. I'm from you know, I speak whatever I yeah. speak Spanish, I'm from Puerto Rico. She's like if you saying you ain't African American, I saying you ain't black. And if you saying you ain't black, you disrespecting your. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. no, like get get this black. Like no, yeah. no, you guys are the same. You just from different parts of the world. You speak different. You have different culture. You got but a different is, language. But there's a, there are certain people that feel I feel like they see it as less exotic to say that I'm black. You know what I mean? If I got that Latin side, I'm Latin. You know. Well, that's I'm, cool I'm though, but that's and real. And though. I'm not, and I'm not disrespecting and that's real. that. If that's who you identify with, that's how you was raised. I can't. Who am I to tell her how she should feel? Yeah. But I'm saying I understand. <laughs> I guess I understand both sides a little bit to that. You know. So you saying there is a side that I can understand is borderline disrespectful no. because they don't fully claim all of their. I'm not saying African that it's descent. disrespectful because mm-hmm. to say it's disrespectful, I feel like you have to prove some some level of intent that she's really intentionally saying I don't want to be associated with y'all mm-hmm. which I don't think she's saying that Yeah, but I can understand how somebody can draw that conclusion I can understand how somebody who's black knowing the racial her construct family bro it was her cousin it wasn't True. like it was like two strangers True. having a conversation at a coffee shop well I ain't like you like you black people I'm Afro-Latina no but, she was like no but given I'm the not African American I'm Afro-Latina I, I feel you and that makes sense but given the racial construct of our country and, and the history on race in this country, I can mm-hmm. see how black people can sometimes feel like, yo, like if you're not riding with us, then you're not. Because and that's a problem. Exactly. Her <laughs> own family is seeing her as an enemy because she's not <laughs> identifying under the racial construct that she's been under. You see what I'm saying? True. True. So that so that construct is it shouldn't even exist. This is your family. You guys are the same of the same blood. You. But you're mad at her because she's not calling herself black. She's calling herself African. She, she's not saying she's African American because she's you. not. You. I just all I'm saying is I understand what contributes to that mindset. I understand it, it too. And <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying is is broken and it's and it's hurting us more than we think in in my estimation. I can't measure it, but things like that, you know, socially we see it all the time. I think it hurts us more than it helps us. Yeah, but so you don't think there's something to be said? And again, it's just me just playing Trump's advocate yep. for our own people. Yep. Um, <laughs> the irony in that. But do you think there's something to be said about the fact that we, as black people in this country, have a history of taking what's been given to us and making something exotic and amazing and something to be uh, uh, um, aspired to with it? You know what I mean? Like we we've always, and I'm not saying that we should settle for the scraps, but we've been so triumphant. You know what I mean? In such a way that we were given, we weren't expected to succeed with anything we've been given. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, this is a minuscule thing. I don't want to, like, glorify the use of the word nigga. But, like, even that mm-hmm. <laughs> has been flipped in such a way where it's not demeaning when we use it. Like, this is almost a term of endearment for us. Like You're right. You know so, 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 check this. So, so I'm cool. So, basically, black would be the new nigga. Nigga, yeah. I mean. So, we can say it because it's us. Okay. But they can't say it because it's racist. Because you're talking about somebody that's not like you and you're using a racial term, which is a social construct, which is a negative look on us because in the hierarchy of color, we're at the bottom, we're the we're the savage, we're the whatever, we're the non white. So it would not equally be racism to say white then? 
for me to call them white? Yeah. Yes. It would be racist. It would be racist in this so in this you, paradigm. So you not only want to strip them of the inability to say black, but also you feel like equally as showing the respect, we shouldn't say white. Yes. And also, you know, when you see somebody that speaks Spanish, you just can't call them Mexican. <laughs> anybody because with common sense? No, 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 no. That's not... You can say anybody with common sense, but, but anybody that is pretty much just going with the flow, all you speak... Oh, oh, yeah, she's Mexican. No, I'm from Spain. No, but no, that's, no, 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 but no, no I'm that, from Peru. No, that, no, 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 you're Mexican. My you know dude, what I mean? dude, but that's... <laughs> there's a lot of truth to that because people do think like that, sadly. Yeah. But that has a lot to do with the geography of where we're at right now. In different places, it's not the same. When you somewhere else where there's a big Cuban population or like the chick that you was talking about on the podcast she's mm-hmm. in New York they call themselves Boricuas like that means you live in New York but you're from Puerto Rico mm-hmm. like the, wherever you are like this that's just where we at <laughs> right now. you know what I mean so I don't yeah. think that's a common thing I don't think people are that ignorant all the they're time. not there's there's yeah. definitely other cultures like other like New York a melting pot where people have lived with that. each other they understand <laughs> yeah that, but there's a lot of ignorance so I'm speaking to the ignorance okay you know, so so breaking down the whole racial construct is breaking down that that ignorance that has been built up, and people are just riding on it. You know what I mean? Just riding that wave, okay. and don't even don't even think twice about it because because I, I think it's okay because it's been told it's been accepted by everybody. So it's all like, well, yeah, you're black and white, whatever. Yeah, that's that's right. You know. So do you think that us like diminishing this um, construct we know as race mm-hmm. uh, is gonna that that's gonna bring us all together I think people. I think that is that is uh, one step of bringing us together I think that's the foundation of bringing okay. any group of people diverse group of people together when you when you take away that false narrative of you know hierarchy of people okay and so one one thing that let me say this so basically what what, what I think is like when you when you tear down the racial structure um, people are just are forced to speak more res- respectfully to others mm-hmm. because you can't just refer to somebody by an arbitrary term of of color. You got it. That has no meaning. It has no meaning. Yeah, and it's actually a bad thing. Like it's negative. Like you can't just say you can just oh white oh black. You know what I mean? And it's like oh well this man like you have to say his name. Yeah. And then when you're talking to that person, you can't say what are you. You have to say who are you. True. A lot of times they want to know what you are so they know how to treat you, right? True. You can so so in 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 two different scenarios, you got a uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, and you got um, dang, what's that girl's name, man? What's Quincy Jones' daughter name? Um, dang, I'm trying to recall the the Jackson American Dream movie. No, no, you talking no, about Hazel? No, no not Hazel. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, I know who you're talking about. You know, I'm talking about she was on she was on uh the office. Oh Rashida, Rashida Jones. Yeah, Rashida Jones, yeah, yeah. Rashida Jones and Tracy Ellis Ross. It's funny because I just I just watched it in the uh what was that show? I'm I'm, coming, I'm drawing a bunch Parks of Parks and Recreation. Parks and Rec, but um In the Office. Dear White People. A little show on, on Netflix. It just came out. She's on that show? No, no, no. But it they, they use this analogy. I thought it was perfect, you know. So Tracy Ellis Ross, black, and Rashida Jones black. It's two different things. Tracy Ellis Ross, you would kind of assume or come to that conclusion that she's half black or whatever, or she's all the way black. Rashida Jones, if nobody told you 
that she was mixed, you would think she was just a tan white girl. So these two people, they're the same mix, black, white, you know, African descent, European descent, but they're treated differently just because of how they look. Yeah. Even though they're the, they're the same type of, you know, I don't know mixture. If I don't know if of, it's all about the origin. Look, too. I mean, we got to get out of this too. But I feel like a lot of people have come to identify "quote unquote" black, for lack of a better word, mm -hmm. uh, right now, um, with certain way of talking, a certain way of acting, certain way. You know what I mean? No, like, no, 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 no. She. I mean, so so Rashida Jones like. She, you, I didn't know that she was mixed until somebody said that was Quincy Jones' daughter. Yeah. I thought it was just a white girl that had a tan. You, she looks like she got sunglasses. Like, it was like, man, she Italian? What is she? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she got a little whatever, a little tan to her. So I'm just thinking, all right, she's maybe not all the way white. I know she's half black. Yeah. Unless somebody told you, you wouldn't know. I mean, I knew she had something in it. Like, well, you know, when I found out that was Quincy Jones' daughter, obviously you knew. But mm -hmm. when I, when she was first on the office, that's where I first seen her, and I didn't know who she was. Yeah. I didn't think that she was just. You know, Anglo-Saxon. Right. You know I mean, I figured she got something. That she, you but know. you wouldn't think she was black. No, you're right. Now, does she have to claim like I'm a black woman and I'm this no. and I'm that? Like, is, is there going to be less of, you, you know, you, acceptance from our community because she because you know what most people say one drop of black blood you black and you got to say you black if you don't say you black then you betraying your people. That's a problem, man. Yeah, I mean, is Rashida Jones betraying her people because she not stand up for black rights? And you, you as a black, you know, celebrity, you got to stand up for your people and you got to make a way and you got to do all this. And it's just I, like my whole thing is listen. I don't, I don't think I shouldn't. I feel I would feel like I'm arrogant if I tell somebody, you know, that they should feel a certain way. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I don't have no control over her. I can't tell her how to feel. I can't tell her who she feels she should have to put on for. I'm just saying my biggest thing is you know. For people to be consistent, if if you you're not on that right now, like that's not important to you, then mm -hmm. then cool. Just don't jump on that bandwagon when it's convenient, and you know. So that's my whole thing. If people just, I'm not saying that you can only encompass one lane that you can't mm -hmm. change your mind or feel this way about this issue and feel that way about that issue. I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to limit people's scope, mm -hmm. but that's my biggest thing. I feel like you see a lot of people just hopping on this bandwagon from that bag and uh, this week. I'm gonna be on Black Lives Matter next week. I'm gonna be on, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just so much, just sheeping happening. Yeah. With all the social media stuff, that's, that's my biggest thing. But and I can't tell her how to feel. You know, she's mixed or whatever. I never really noticed race as being like a binary thing. Like you're saying, mm -hmm. race doesn't exist, which it doesn't. And, well, and race, it, it doesn't. Racism is real. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. The biological, the biological, like there's no, it's of nothing. So I don't never look at it like there's this binary thing. Like mm -hmm. if, if we're, if we acknowledge race, as what, it initially was and what it is really, it's just identifying with somebody with how they look. Mm -hmm. Then, it's not only how simple. they look, but like their actual origin. Is it though? Yeah, I mean, it, and like I was saying, it, like in certain states, like there were laws of what constitutes black or not. So if you were but you were one fourth African descent. You were black, but, my but in thing, another state, you could be you know one eighth and still be white. I get that, but <laughs> what I mean by is, is race is negligent to your ethnicity, really. Because put it like this: if let's say back in them times or whatever, you got a, a black person from Nigeria and a black person from Jamaica, they're both the same race in this country's eyes. I mean, true, different ethnicities, but 
They all from Africa. If you go back far enough, but you get what I'm saying. Like it don't matter where you, really where you're from. Like y'all both look the same. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, and, to and Americans' eyes a white, exactly. you know, white person in America. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if we're gonna recognize it like that, then that's why I say that with somebody mixed is black to me because it's not really this binary thing. If we're acknowledging race at all, then based on the laws of race, is not black. You're only black if you look black. There's a lot if, of look, there's a lot of mixed people that look black. Like, but I'm saying so, in the in the social construct of it, yeah. in in that aspect that you're talking about, just like one drop of black blood makes you black then no, yeah not like on some rules or whatever but i would i would even venture to say most mixed people i know could pass for just being black you know what i mean i mean i got, I but, I got but what i'm saying is rashida jones couldn't pass for being black unless she had one. she had to explain it like, she's, all right, she's look, my dad. Off. so 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 like this if she was on if she was anthony anderson's wife on blackish Black women and black people in general, bro. Like they would have a fit. Oh, care, why you gotta have him have a white wife? It's like no, no, no. She's mixed. Well, why they gotta have a mixed girl that looks that, that look like a white girl? Why can't they have a black? Now Tracy Ellis Ross, the same mixture, right? Same half black, half white, same thing. Yeah. But she has the features, so nobody's questioning Tracy Ellis Ross because she got but, black hair. That's that's what it is. Kind of, I mean. <laughs> black I mean it's mixing it's, it's, it's curly you know what I mean it's, it's a little bit of both it ain't all the way you know what I mean True like that. African True that. Afro you know what I mean so so but that's what I'm saying like but that is a real thing that would be a real outrage but it's really ridiculous because they're the same you know 50-50 I mean I look at people's intention too in this country you know I feel like something to be to be black is to be celebrated to me like I, I feel like not to piggyback when we was talking about Charlemagne's book or whatever, but there there is privilege in being black. I I look at like this is something that's our our story is like none other in this country. You know what I mean? Like so I look at it like it's it's a good thing. It's almost it's something that we celebrate as a people. So while you're saying that you know race is something that's a social construct, it doesn't exist. I I get that and mm-hmm. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. In the grand scheme of things, I understand exactly what you mean, but whatever we gonna call each other knowing that we have this unity amongst each other mm-hmm. regardless of what we call it it's something to I feel like cherish as well mm-hmm. you know what I mean whether we wanna call ourselves African Americans whether we wanna call ourselves black mm-hmm. you know what I mean and you look at people's intention too you know if our culture has inspired so much in this country you know from food to music to you know what I mean yeah <laughs> so it's something and I'm, not, and I'm not knocking or taking away from that whatsoever yeah you know what I mean even like a white person who can can rock with our culture and and excel in one of the areas that we created, it, like I give respect to that too. Like there's something there's a certain allure in that. You know whether you're talking about Eminem, whether you're talking about anybody like Tori Kelly. I I, I had this this conversation with my cousin right. That like, he kind of got mad at me, but then he laughed about it. If there was a biopic for Whitney Whitney Houston and Tori Kelly got to play her, I wouldn't be mad. You know, you gotta stop. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. She sings that good. That you know what I'm saying. Like I'm I'm good. I'm good. All right. So, <laughs> are you playing Trump's advocate right now, or what? Oh, I just is that is that real? You would you would be cool with Tori Kelly playing Whitney Houston? The, low key, the, I wouldn't the, be the, the I, appropriation I, that, that's <laughs> going on, the the culture vulturing that's going on, bro. Yo, man, like it's one of them voices. I'm gonna go off on a tangent, but no, nah, I'm joking, obviously. But all I'm saying is that this whole. I, I get what you mean when you talk about the fact that race is something that's holding us back. But at the end of the day, I just don't. It's not just it's holding everybody back. Though I'm not just saying it's only holding black people. But it's holding everybody back. Yeah. 
um, as far as if, if there's anybody. So am I basically if there's anybody that wants to unify. So the so the main thing that really kind of got me going on this is like, you know, I look at uh, when I was reading. Um, uh, it was a book about MLK, his, his letter. So letters to a Birmingham jail. So yeah. about modern day pastors writing to, to MLK um, about, you know, what's going on 50 years later. You know how he has inspired their lives and you know what america looks like today because of what he did some of america of what america looks like today is very similar to what it looked like back then oh yeah like, it hasn't moved you would think that the amount of progress in 50 years from that you know from his death would be astronomical or at least like way further than what it is really? and so when, I, when i'm when i'm reading it and i'm i'm hearing these pastors you know talk about you know the gospel and like this racial you know there's there's so much racial reconciliation in the gospel i'm looking at that um and these are like and, and no disrespect you know i'm just like there wasn't i mean there's cultural differences and i and i get what they're saying when they say like you know these these races were against you know jews and non-jews jews and greek or whatever the case might be yeah. but like being a jew or being you know, a Greek or wherever, wherever you're from, being from Egypt, it wasn't about race. It was about culture because there were like, you know, uh, Jews, like proselyte Jews that lived in Sudan, that lived in Egypt. Like there were Jews from all over and they would come to Jerusalem, you know what I mean, for whatever festival, you know what I mean? So it's like it wasn't about it wasn't about color. It was but, about culture. But I like I mean, and that's true. But I feel like we're ignoring the the origin of of modern civilization in america you know what i mean no i'm not i'm not ain't nobody here ain't nobody from here <laughs> they're not so that's why there's this disconnect you know what i mean so yeah because there's there's that disconnect but basically what i'm what i'm getting at is if there's any type of if there's any type of show of unity that can come between people it should be among the people of god sure it should be among christians i get where you're going but yeah. in in you know in this book it even breaks down certain st uh, stats that talk about um you know how the church has not progressed as far as like multi-ethnic churches like out of all the churches in america it's definitely less than like 10 percent of them are considered multi-ethnic and that means you know um at least only only like no more than 70 percent of one ethnicity and then you know, thirty percent of another. Dang, that's multi-ethnic to be dominated. By yeah, 70%. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, and, and you know, that's what. Because one of the quotes from MLK said, um, "Eleven o'clock on Sunday is the most segregated time in America." He said that back then. If you think about true. it today, it's still true, and the and the stats back it up. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking, why? So there's all obviously been racism. Is you know, America was founded on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. Um, and even the church is like, all right, this is our whatever. You guys have your service over here, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it's been going that way and it hasn't been going in another direction. But I guess what, where is, where do you, how does that correlate directly to us calling ourselves black? And, and so, like, so the, so the racial construct, I believe. You think if we call ourselves something different or if we recognize ourselves as African American, not black, or tell them they can't call us black, like mm -hmm. that's an all inclusive phrase, like nigga. That that's mm -hmm. gonna desegregate Sunday mornings. Um, I think it's a step in that direction. When you when you start having to recognize 
your brothers as simply your brothers and not as, oh, well, you know, because there, there was a study or not a study, but like there was a, a pastor, he was at like in some Bible college or seminary mm -hmm. and they were talking about their evangelistic methods. Um, and so one kid, you know, and he was like every, every black pastor that had their story about their Bible college story, they were always like the only black person there. And it was <laughs> awkward or whatever. So yeah. he was like, you know, one of the kids, of course, a white kid. And he was like, you know, so what my church does is we go door to door and, you know, we invite them to church. And then if we go to a black person's house, uh, we don't invite them to church, but we give them a card of one of the black pastors in the area. <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and, and, if, and then we say, well, this is a church. This is a black church. Um, you should reach out to them if you want to, you know, go to church. But the, like, like they wouldn't present the gospel. Like they wouldn't give them an evangelistic message because like, well, I don't want to, we don't want to step on their toes. We'll let them go to their, so they, so they really think. Come as you are to your own church. To your, come as you are to your own, to your own, as if we're not together, as if we're not yeah, one. And so funny. if you break down, like, no, there is no black church and white church. There's no black Christianity and white Christianity. Christianity is Christianity. There's I neither just, Jew nor Greek, true. nor male nor female. Like all, all that it says in Galatians, like, yeah. but in America, even though it says that in the Bible, we don't operate that way in America because in America we operate on race and it's so commonly accepted and people don't even think twice about it or they just ignore it and they, they roll with it. And that's like true. And no, and that makes a lot of sense. And I, you make valid points. I feel like if you want to go that route though, yeah, then we wouldn't even theoretically, we wouldn't even be able to have black as a all inclusive phrase. Then you know what I mean? Like what would be the benefit if that's what you're trying to push? What would be the benefit of, of us just having black as a, in-house phrase or name like much like nigga like if we're trying to push you know unity makes all people mm -hmm. then there would be no color at all we wouldn't can refer to ourselves as black we would you still call yourself african-american true true but you i mean i'm just talking about earlier you mentioned that black people you feel like should be a, a phrase more so just within our own community yeah for sure much like so i'm saying like that would wouldn't bowl I'm, I'm, and, and, and i'm not i'm not saying we should continue to use it. i'm not i'm not saying like if that is the paradigm shift that happens that we should continue to hang on to it. Like so I would, I would want to like, I don't want to say the word nigga, but like, it's so ingrained. It's hard for me to not say it to it's my people, the, it's but, I, but, but it's in the music. <laughs> but when, when we do use it and if we do use it, it's in an in, endearing term. It's not like yeah, yeah. A, a racial or like a slur, like some people use yeah. it. Yeah. So obviously, you know, there's power behind words and the intent, the intent of your words is what matters True. Um, for, for the most part. So we can still use it, and that's not racist because we're not saying it in a racial context. Okay. We're just saying it between me and you. Which I get. You know? I get. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it necessarily promotes the type of unity that, you know, you would want that this, for this movement, or this deconstruction of race to, to ignite. But. but and and I'm, I'm not pushing it as, all right, black people, let's say black, but only, I'm just saying like, let's not even use the word, but if we still use it, like we're not racist to our own self. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're not saying that we hate our own self. No, no, I what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is it, it, it basically, like I said, it, it forces other people to, to, to speak to you and deal with you for who you are, not what you are. Which I think is, is dope, you know, and maybe you're a bit more optimistic than I am, you know, and when it comes to this, and I mean, I'm not trying to be cynical, but, I just, man, I don't see it. I don't have that level of faith in not just in any one race, again, for lack of a better word, but just um, in any one people here, but just all of us collectively mm -hmm. in America, us Americans here. I don't have faith in, in us 
coming together anytime soon and being like, you know what, this construct that we've been acknowledging for the last 500 years, let's just do away with it. Mm-hmm. We're all people. I mean, I just don't see that. You know what I mean? No, I feel And you. I don't want to say that the efforts are in vain because if it's something you're passionate about, the ball means push it. But just think about how people didn't see desegregation happening. It's true. Segregation had been since the foundation of America. And then there was a movement in, I don't know how long the civil rights movement was pushing for it, but it happened. Okay. So and a lot of people fought against it, but it didn't go down without a fight. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't a bloody fight. You know what I mean? I hate but it happened. So the slaves were freed in what, 1865? 1865. Desegregation. Jim, so Jim, Jim Crow and then civil rights and desegregation, desegregation in the 60s. happened in in the 50s and the Brown versus the Board of yeah. Education in, mm-hmm. in 1954 but you know everybody wasn't on to it until, everybody wasn't on to yeah. it but I'm just talking about like the Little Rock Nine when it like the, when sure. the first time happened yep. in the mid 50s right yep. so I mean almost 100 years 100 years alright yep. which is a long time mm-hmm. but we talking about this declassification of race mm-hmm. from 1501 <laughs> when, when the slave trade started all the way up in we in 2017 now. Now is it impossible? no? But it hasn't been on the table for that long. Like this is this would be a if there was some type of movement behind it. Obviously, it would be fresh. So it would take years. True. Hey, I'm not saying like, obviously. And, and this is honestly, this is some, this is not something for like my own immediate gratification. No, 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 no. This that's, is for it's for my kids. That's why. That's why I respect it because I above all, I feel like you coming from a genuine place with this. Yeah. I don't think that you. And you made it a point earlier to mention the fact that, you know, this is obviously not uh, just a brand new original thought that you were the first one to come up with. Yeah. And I don't think you're trying to, to push it in any way, shape, or form or, like, present it that way. Yeah. So I can respect that. You're coming from a good place with it. You're not trying to be selfish with this. Or it's not about you. No. But at the same time, like, that's why I respect it even more because I feel like, you know, you, you give an effort towards something that is going to take effort to get, you know, folks all on the same page as it pertains to it, especially with just how custom we are to recognizing race is one of the first things that you, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's a weird, I don't know. Almost. I used to feel like I remember I, basically this is going to sound bad, but on a lot of the jobs that I worked back in the day, even now really, but not so much as before I'm used to being like the only black employee mm-hmm. where I'm at yeah. when I worked at the, for the hotels at the holiday Inn at the Hilton, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember <laughs> talking to, like this this white girl one time, there's a, a time that just sticks out of my mind. Mm-hmm. She was trying to describe somebody who was there earlier and I knew who she was talking about. <laughs> and she was so like, I just love everybody. I don't know this color. She was using every classification she could to identify this dude except for saying that he was black, which everybody would have got it and realized who she was talking about. So she didn't know his name. She didn't know his name, but she said, oh, he's about six foot. He was wearing this type of shirt. I think his shoes... Gosh, I don't know what color his eyes were. But like there was so one black person. all she had person. to do was say African-American. If she said it was the black person or the African-American or whatever, if she acknowledged like the obvious thing mm-hmm. that made him stand apart from everybody else, mm-hmm. there would be no confusion. But she was trying to be respectful. She was trying to be respectful, but this effort to be respectful was less efficient because she didn't just acknowledge what the obvious so, thing. <laughs> you know? I, and I get it, but that's but that's a step. That's, that's you think actually, that's a step in the right direction? I think that's I a step in that... the right direction because once you learn how to be respectful and how to talk, how to refer to people, then it'll become second nature. Just like if you learn how to be disrespectful, see, just, and that becomes common sense. I hear you, but my issue, my the the mentality I have towards it, the psychology behind it in my mind is the fact that 
people have this negative connotation with with blackness you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. of the way we're perpetuated in the media mm-hmm. that they almost feel like it's disrespectful to say it because of that because not because we're not looking at yeah, you because they because they know it's a bad thing because they believe the stereotypes or they see how we're perpetuated on TV and this and that so I don't want to I'm not saying he's black I just I wouldn't classify him that way you know what I'm saying so it's like a because they know it's wrong <laughs> it's wrong because they've been they've been taught that white is right and black is wrong exactly black is less than a man so, so black you, is savage so if you recognize that we're all equal so, in that, so stop everybody should stop using it if somebody is is sensitive enough in their mind to know you know what I don't want to call them black that's kind of disrespectful because they, they know but people don't have that same you don't, you, they don't go anywhere else in the world and call somebody by the color of their skin you don't go to you don't go to China and say somebody is yellow True. They don't do that. You cannot disrespect somebody. You cannot reduce somebody to a color. Okay, but they're all the same color, like for the most part. It don't matter. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand you, but I'm saying like, you can't. You, a white person can't go to Africa and say that black guy. True. That's disrespectful. That's and it's stupid. It's dumb. But they know it. It's, so it's, it's like when you step outside of the paradigm of America, and white and black. And colorism and race and racism. I'm not saying your concept doesn't, or the concept that you're pushing right now, it doesn't make sense. But what I'm saying is, it can be done. That, you know, so we, you get what I'm saying now. I get, the, I, the, I know, I know exactly say, what you're saying. I'm saying like there is much truth to what you're saying, and it's something that you know, obviously, is not brand new altogether. I've heard people say this, and I, I, you know, and one of who has agreed and have mm-hmm. agreed before that race is no more than a social construct. That this, it's really, it's intangible. It's mm-hmm. of no substance, right? Mm-hmm. It's only skin deep. And when you get deeper than that, we are all the same, pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree with all that. I'm just saying at this day and age, especially the way race is being perpetuated on, like, it's a hot topic now. Hotter sure. than it's ever been since well, it began. Like, it's ever been. I mean, not that, but I'm saying like, it's so popular now. Before it was something that people wanted to shy away from race. Well, yeah. we're, we're young. We can't, we can't say that. I'm saying hotter than it's ever been in, in my lifetime. Exactly, yeah, in, in, in our 30-something years. Exactly, in our, in our life. Sure. There yeah. was a time when we was kids where, like, you would see people on TV trying to shy away from things like that because it's too controversial. We well, when, when we were kids, we just didn't even, really like, like the thing that they just showed about the um, the L.A. riot. Well, we, that was 25 years ago, so we were, like, in kindergarten, first grade, so we didn't know what was going on, like the L.A. riots and that type of stuff. Yeah. So nothing like that is happening. But I feel you, as far as us in our teenage to adult life this is the most that people have talked about race exactly yeah. and i think honestly it's because of social media now because like, stuff is the same we've been treated the same way pretty much <laughs> this mm-hmm. whole time in the country but now that you can capture stuff <laughs> oh yeah you know yeah. instantly and it can go viral you can see stuff like it's in your face like you gotta address stuff now you know what i mean yeah but you know Again, you know, all respect to your efforts, brother. <laughs> all respect to what you're doing. I'm not hating. You know what I'm saying? I respect you. I just, I ain't got that kind of faith in America. Man. <laughs> I mean, I, just, I love man, this country. I just, I'm, I'm just, just so inspired by MLK. And I'm just glad I read that book. Because, oh, yeah. like, I, you know, you, you brush over it in school. But unless you took, like, an African-American studies class or you majored yeah. in college, like, you don't really delve that deep into it other than the surface level stuff that white people like about MLK. But I mean, even even the basic even the basic thing that he said, uh, you know, um, I don't want to be judged by the color of my skin, but the content of my character. Yeah. But everybody calls me, and refers to me, by the color of my skin. How can we how can we praise him saying that, but we still talk about people based upon the color of their skin? But it's and probably not the content. Him that they stop calling us Negro. Just said black. 
No, they were saying <laughs> black before that. True, true. But um, the thing that I love most about MLK too is, is just that too. Is you know, a lot of stuff he said back then still holds so true yeah. today. Like what you said. Well, another thing that really sticks out to me is a phrase I'm, I'm not gonna say it verbatim, obviously, but um, he mentioned the fact that. You know, if you know the phrase verbatim, you can say it. But mm-hmm. that the biggest hurdle to the Negro man, as he said back then, is not going to be the fully right wing racist mm-hmm. KKK, but rather the the middle ground white, the person, moderate white, the moderate white person who mm-hmm. knows that this stuff is wrong, but just doesn't see it as important enough for them to fight for. Right. Like, or they don't. They don't want to. You know. I get chills when I even say that right now. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I like I just got a chill because tell me that's not exactly what we see right now. Mm-hmm. Like just. With, with Trump with this and that like everybody with all the social media everybody's seeing mm-hmm. brothers getting shot every week by the police and no repercussions happen and mm-hmm. going right back to work a week later a month later everybody that knows at this point are a lot of people that this really ain't cool but how many you know not to say that all non-black people ain't gonna put up for the cause but how many are just watching saying dang that's messed up but my life is alright <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is so real. Like what he, he said. And, and back he talked then. a lot about you know the white pastors that were like, hey, 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 hey. You know, like in in due time, Martin. Like you're 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 agitating the people. You know, yeah. you're, you're disrupting the peace. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was like, man, y'all supposed to be my brothers. Yeah. But y'all not looking at me as your brother. You looking at me as this black man. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Don't get carried away. Right, right. <laughs> Just like yeah, they they want they want you to wait. We're all children yeah. of God, but you're still black. Exactly. <laughs> and you see, and, and that makes sense to them. It doesn't even seem like, and, and to some people, it's too, well, you know, whatever. I mean, we can't say that. Look, come on. You know? <laughs> and it's just like, bro, we got it. I hear you, man. Yeah. No, I mean, it, you know, I think more than anything, I think what you're, what, what you're pushing right now makes the most sense in the, in the whole realm of, of spirituality and church. For sure. If yeah. we're going to go to church and, and recognize that we are all children of God, then there can be no color and under the confine or freedom, rather, mm-hmm. uh, of, of spirituality and being a child of God. We can't have these dividing walls no. uh, as <laughs> children of God. That no. makes no sense. It makes all. absolutely no yeah. sense. So I agree with you 100% with that. And I see that worth fighting for because we talk about salvation. We talk about freedom in Christ. We talk about deeper things than just this racial construct in America and what it means. Right. So that I, I'm with you 100% with that. It like added effort to get us closer to God. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I can respect, you know, the efforts there and that, you know I mean? I see people when they really just delve into it and understand, you know, like what about this is biblical, this whole idea that we should be divided amongst right. that. I can understand from a godly perspective. Now the other, that's what I don't have as much. Faith no, in. I get it. The other part, <laughs> yeah, like people it's... just collectively saying that we should ignore this for the greater good of us as a, as American people. That is what I don't have faith in. But <laughs> the the sad part is, and it's it rings true um, with with the numbers, is that everywhere else in society has integrated at a faster pace than the church. So racism in the church is a bigger deal per capita than racism as far as like the lack of um, integration. You know what I mean? Hmm. So it's like people will will work with, go to school with, play sports with people of other races. They will encounter different races or, you know, cultures more than they'll see in their church ever. I feel like this because... Because... 
religion still has much of a greater influence. Anything that has that type of influence, I feel like the powers that be want to control that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't see them, you know. Again, but there's, but there's no, there's no powers that be that, um, there that, shouldn't that, be powers that, that, that can force that. You know what I mean? Like no one, there's no governmental agency that can be like, all right, um, you guys can't congregate here or you can't have a church in this neighborhood or, oh, no, sorry, no black pastors are allowed. In the, like there's there's nothing stopping but what do you us think? What, what is it? from integrating churches except us and our okay. own our own mental hurdles. Of, so when you say integrated, I guess maybe I took it wrong. I thought you were talking about like black leaders in white churches. I'm just saying, leaders in black churches. I'm not talking about just so leaders. So I'm you're talking, talking about, about congregations. congregations. I'm talking okay. about congregations. Okay, now I get you. I get you. Yeah, that yeah, makes, yeah. That I'm makes talking sense. about congregations, yeah. That makes sense. All right. I thought, yeah, yeah I, I misunderstood you. Yeah, so, so congregations yeah. of people, even though your neighborhood may be, um, you know, 20% black, 80%, or 70% white, 10% Hispanic, but when you go to your church, now I've got you. Your church got you. is 97% black or 97% white, or, you know what I mean? Like, even though your neighborhood doesn't reflect. It's so unusual, too. I remember it was like last year or sometime. Um, I had a, um, a Mexican friend where I lived. She was actually Mexican. Okay. <laughs> she did speak Spanish. I didn't just assume she was Mexican. <laughs> I did, but she was Mexican. She was from Mexico. <laughs> All okay. right. Her family. She's American, actually, if you want to get technical. But her family's from Mexico. Okay. That's what's up. <laughs> Mexican-American. Right. Exactly. So uh, went to the church um, there. I, I think my brother might have put me on to the church too, because you know we lived over there. And mm-hmm. It was an all Mexican church, mm-hmm. and it was cool. You know, they, they you know preached the word. I mean, obviously, like the the praise and worshiping is different with different cultures and all that. Mm-hmm. And you just gotta expect that. But you really feel like a sore thumb in there because mm-hmm. there's obviously like the eyes are like, why are they here? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Which and, and I I mean I kind of get it because that's been what this country is. You know, we're we're mm-hmm. so divided that anything that sort of mixes that up is uncomfortable at first or it's just unusual rather. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I feel, I still feel like I was, we were embraced and they, you know, they were good to us and they were, you know, they invited us like we were family, like mm-hmm. under these walls, we all the same, this and that, you know, you know, so I mean, I, it was a good feeling, but it just was, it speaks to what you're talking about that when you do integrate a little bit, mm-hmm. you notice right away that, dang, like <laughs> this is different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but if there's any place where we should be, trying to give an effort towards integration and obviously the church would be yeah that's that's the place where it should it should be a no-brainer there should be even no pushback yeah oh yeah but it has not happened hey you know give it time you know but so so my my whole premise is it will never happen if we continue to operate under the construct of race because then you'll think, oh, black church, white church, Mexican church. You know what I mean? And then you'll still, you'll think that's okay because race is okay. Like you, for even to classify a church based upon race, yeah. you, sh- you shouldn't be able to classify a church based upon that. But then they use other words that basically say the same thing. Well, I go to Baptist church. I go to Lutheran church. No, but but Baptist doesn't, there's white Baptists and there's black, you know, the, the, the <laughs> separation of people as far as ethnic background is not based upon True. the denomination. Right, true. It's based upon the people that go there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just talking about people's common perception. No, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. You know, yeah. which I get what you mean, though. That's one place where I think it's definitely worth trying our best to integrate it. But I mean, what, I guess my my question to you then is, 
because obviously that's important, mm-hmm. you know, and not just to you, but it's important to all of us who, yeah. you know, you know, value uh, the church and, and, and God and, and all mm-hmm. of that. What would you see fit as far as doing towards trying to influence change in that? In the in the church, yeah, like to, like well, to, I would what I would see. What fit, would you want to do then, like, like to try and ignite this type of movement or this type of change, rather than just tell people we should be integrating churches? Um, that's the thing. Like, like in, what solution would you bring to it? I can't say that I have a solution for it. I'll I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to like throw something out there that <laughs> I respect you know it. what I mean. Like I really don't have a solution for it. My it's something that you recognize. It's, it's just something that I recognize, and I. I just want to make other people aware of it and want them to recognize it. So, cause I think w- with the information, you're going to wrestle with it and you're going to use it. However it, it fits you, True. you know what I mean? Wherever you're at. And it's not like if, if, if somebody would have told me this information, like maybe three or four years ago while Obama was president, I might not have cared about it. Yeah. Um, or just where I was at a couple years ago in my life, I yeah. wouldn't care for this information. You know what I mean? Or if, if I didn't have kids, I probably wouldn't care. Yeah. Honestly, like now that I have kids, I care about a lot of things, and I think about things that I didn't think about. Yeah. So I don't expect when every, when people hear this, I don't expect everybody to latch on to it and be like, "Yeah, man, I'm with you. Let's do this." Like, cause I don't even know what to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sometimes, my, like, I don't think it's always like you you touched on something too. You said it's about intention too. Yeah. I don't think people are intention necessarily is to be, you know, um, all inclusive so much as it is that there's just something that you're used to you know what i mean like yeah. you're used to the type of praise that you are used to you're yep. used to the style of the pastor that you you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like, oh, i can't go there because there's white people it's not like that it's like oh this is what i'm used to. this is what speaks to me mm-hmm. it, you know what i mean almost like a musical preference although spiritual things obviously should be much greater than that mm-hmm. but i don't know i mean i see what you mean though like if there's any way we should be unified yeah <laughs> it shouldn't look the way it looks yeah you know but honestly, I mean, because we are the minority, you know, culture, um, I don't think it's going to be, you know, the African-Americans that necessarily change the tide of what's happening. It would have to be everybody, but also, but it would, I mean, the numbers are on, you know, the majority culture. The European Americans. <laughs> you know, I was I was trying so hard to wait for you to just be like, <laughs> for wait to just be like the numbers on the white side, you know. But but you you held true, man. I'm, I'm all, staying true. All I'm credit. You true. you've been staying woke, man. You've been doing so good. <laughs> Please I'm like, don't say woke. Bro. I, <laughs> Say, I'm like, no, he gonna drop. He gonna say white one of these times. He go first time he say black or white. I'm gonna call him on it. Like, yeah, see. <laughs> but I'm you, gonna, you I mean, it's, it. it's it's gonna come out in certain conversations when that context is is necessary. It's appropriate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for this context, my brother, you know, uh, the European American, the Caucasian, my brother, man, from the Caucasus Mountains, no, Appalachian Americans. So. <laughs> Appalachian. <laughs> if you want to get technical, <laughs> I'm just saying that man. is too funny, bro. But yeah, man, but I I feel like you know, it would have to be a strong push from them. Yeah. Cause obviously, you know, we've been fighting for certain things for a long time. But that's like, and we typically get killed for the things that we fight for. True. <laughs> and then True. somebody kind of barely gives. All right, y'all can have Black History Month. Mm, all right, uh, affirmative action. We owe you a little something. We're not yeah. gonna give you reparations, but we'll give you. Firm, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it it takes it takes some movement on their part because they all run us. everything. They control everything. Yeah. I mean, people. It's it, it's 
we shouldn't go without mentioning that even civil rights movement wouldn't be what it was without without white people exactly. assisting. You know yeah. what I mean? And like you said, for any type of because social they because they are the ones that are in power. Yeah. So they're gonna write the legislation. They're gonna enforce the laws. They're gonna do whatever you know what I mean. Do whatever whatever can be done on paper so that these things that people are talking about can be official. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Yeah. So, we'll see, man. Maybe, uh, you know, 15, 20, 30 years from now, when I'm on a rocking chair, you know what I mean, on the, on the porch in Alabama, yeah. I'll be living amongst people that see me as equal. You know what I mean? There you go. When everybody is in unison and everything is good, mm-hmm. I'm going to look back and be like, yeah, see, I knew from day one this was going to start, you know what I'm saying, that <laughs> we was all going to be on it, you know what I uh, mean? <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm going to get woke real quick when it's popular. Word, <laughs> you don't like it. What's your what's your quarrel with the word woke? It's just overly used, man. It's Facebook it's so, deep. It's Facebook uh, deep, man. It's like <laughs> it's just too many people are used. Like when I start seeing it like on TV a lot, and it's like <laughs> overly used in social media. I'm like, all right, bro, you're not, the woke is not what it used to be. Like, it was conscious, and now it's woke. All right, it has to be something else, bro. You so you're just I mean? waiting for a new slang to come. Yeah, man, because this woke, and then like, what is woke? Like, what does that even mean? Like, it doesn't really is it's it's used so much, it's lost its potency, bro. I feel that in in my estimation. But so you know, people just mean more conscious than the common person. Like, like you don't. I mean, come on now. It, you ain't gotta be on some extra deep stuff. Like, well, what makes what I'm doing conscious? Come on. You're thinking on things greater than what meets the eye, which most people don't do. I don't know. Just the hashtag stay woke, bro. Like people be putting that on, like, the dumbest stuff, bro. Like, that's what, that's what. Yo, it, ain't, it ain't really no ribs in the big rib. <laughs> hashtag stay woke. I'm just like, man. Oh, really? Thank you for pointing that out. No, that's what loses credibility, when they throw it on things that it doesn't deserve and then people that. And then people start, like, coming up with, with conspiracy theories. Like, it's just like some, some, some. You know, Bill Cosby was blah blah blah. Stay woke. I'm just like, oh, stop. It, man. <laughs> this dude was popping pills and had him like, come on, man. Like, you know, just certain things. I'm just like, all right, this woke stuff has gone too far. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I heard who out here talking. I heard some pro black, you know, channel or something on YouTube. I don't even want to shout the dude's name out uh, because I, just because I don't want to do that. But he was on here saying. <laughs> He was talking about Bill Cosby. He was like, you know what I'm saying? And people, what they don't realize is that all these allegations didn't come until he was about to make a master deal with one of the biggest networks in the, in, in the, all yeah, this Yeah, they stuff. said like, he was about to buy NBC. Exactly. I don't know who started that. I, I just, yeah. just want to know where that came from. So I'm just like, I, there's a point where I, I want to put on for my people all day, every mm-hmm. day, just because, you know, we need to. But at the same time, yeah, if the shoe fits, my dude. Like, let's we can't have this one. But he, I think he was exonerated of all that stuff because maybe the statute of limitations or whatever. I don't. All that stuff got dropped. Okay. You know what I mean? So I don't know. But this whole he was about to buy NBC that makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> like this, NBC is a package deal. Yes. For yes. one, there's no way he was about to buy NBC. For no. Me. For one, like, Comcast owns NBC. Yeah. Comcast is a publicly traded stock. So you would have to buy all the Comcast shares to and, and NBC is NBC Universal, so it's it's free. It's Comcast, it's NBC, it's the E Network. Like it's so many different networks. You know what I mean? Like and, that's, that's and he's set for life, but he ain't paid like that. Yeah, like you gotta understand like that's billions upon billions of dollars yeah. that you would have to 
Like you don't, he don't have more money than Comcast. But just the conspiracy <laughs> theorists, man. Like, yeah, I gotta chill out with that. Yeah. So when I hear the hashtag "Stay woke," my nigga, on stuff like that, <laughs> then I get what you saying, man. I get what you mean when I see that. It's like, all right, bro. If y'all think that's true and that's woke, man, like I don't want no parts of that, bro. <laughs> so I appreciate the sentiment, my brother. But uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh man. Well, let's uh, let's stick a pin in this conversation. I think that was good, man. So, yeah, man. So, uh, once again, y'all, let us know what y'all think. If anybody wants to chime in on this racial deconstruction conversation, hit us up. Uh, Twitter sxsndls, Instagram sxsndls, my personal Instagram Emmanuel since eighty five, and Mondo on the text and. If yeah, you yep. if you that if you really cool he might you know get you the the, the Snapchat. Hey. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Until next time. Peace out, y'all. All right.